sick. Sorry, pardon me. I'm just gonna get her. Yeah. Let's give you a special treat. Okay. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Whoa. (laughs) Go that way. She's cornered. She's cornered you. Now how will you get her meat stick? (laughs) Buddy, do you want a treat? Okay, I have to get the treats. Kim and I'm Katie and we're here to talk about singing and dancing and Bollywood boys and Bollywood girls yeah Bollywood families yeah families play a big part in uh in our movie this week which is Rocky or Ronnie Ki Prem Kahani yes what did you what first thoughts about this movie because we went in with not a ton of information we haven't seen it before so what were your feelings I knew that Karan Johar had directed it. Yeah. I had very low expectations, though. (laughs) (laughs) I did, too. Just based on the promos I'd seen, I was like, it feels kitschy. It feels typical Bollywood, which, like, Karan Johar is a Bollywood institution at this point. So I'm kind of like, it's going to be mainstream, probably silly, not in a bad way, just in, like, a... Yeah, that was fun. Like, not a lot of substance. Right. Who knew (laughs) that this movie was going to tackle, like, gender inequality and, like, defying gender norms? Like, what? Yeah. I totally agree. Like, it was all of the things, all of the adjectives you just used. Like, it was glitzy, it was big, it was silly. And also, it had more depth to it than I was anticipating. Yeah. Um, And I really liked it. I did too. (laughs) It was fun. It made me think. And I am really looking forward to kind of debriefing about some of the stuff that comes up and some of the ways that it comes up. Because it's certainly Mm. not a perfect movie in, in its handling of certain things. But I did really enjoy watching it. Yeah, I will also confess that as I went to start it, I was like, oh, it's almost three hours. Yep. (laughs) I was like, I don't know if I can handle three hours of ridiculousness because Mm -hmm. flashback to Circus, who I know the only thing that's in common with Circus is Ron Beer, but I was scared. (laughs) I was a little bit too, but it all needed to be there. There were no moments where I was like, okay, can we wrap this up here? (laughs) No, I agree. It was highly entertaining. And as I was watching it, I was like, this is very watchable. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it'll be like a comfort go-to. Right. But I could definitely see myself watching it like once a year. Yeah, I could see it coming up again as a good one to watch and enjoy. Mm -hmm. I do want to talk about Ron Veer Singh just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) before we dive in okay and I'm glad that you mentioned circus because I was trying to remember like why I also had those feelings yeah oh Ron Veer like what are we getting ourselves because you see the bright colors yeah yeah I enjoyed him in this but there were very few moments where I was attracted to him in this which is really saying something I don't find the kind of character he was playing attractive and he did a great job playing it but like either just Ronnie (laughs) (laughs) but the thing that I kept thinking about was like don't you just feel like you can smell that man oh yeah he's doused (laughs) doused he's like yeah (laughs) 
Yeah. What I really loved about him mm-hmm. is that he was so unapologetically himself. Yes, I agree. Like, he was like, I am who I am. Right. And I think it's really great that they had Ron Veer with his natural charisma and charm. Yeah. Because I think that's the only way that you can make that character endearing instead of douchey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. Ron Veer is the, is the perfect person to play this part. And it also makes me think of, I didn't actually watch the whole interview, but I know there was an interview on Karan Johar's show mm. with Ron Veer and Deepika. And he asked her, Karan asked her, like, would you go on a date with Rocky? And Deepika was like, I married him. (laughs) So, you know, based on that and kind of what we see a little bit of Ranveer, like, as a person, I don't think it's the biggest stretch in the world that he maybe has some actual Rocky vibes about him. It's hilarious. But also, of course, uh, in our cast here, we have Alia Bhatt, who just loved her in this. She's so strong, and she's so smart, and so beautiful, and just, I have nothing but good things to say. It's also, it just hit me that, having just seen her in Humpty Sharma, I'm watching her in this, and I'm like, you're a woman now. It was kind of like (laughs) watching that shift for Kriti too, like going from Diwali and seeing her in Bedia, that you are like a fully grown, mature woman. And I love it. And you're gorgeous and you're amazing and you're flourishing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I totally agree. You know, because obviously we love so many of the the actresses from the 90s, which is as Mm -hmm. far back as we've really gone in our Bollywood journey. But like, it's so fun to just be excited about an up and coming star. I mean, Alia Bhatt's not up and (laughs) coming. She's here. (laughs) She's She's arrived. arrived. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But just, you know what I mean? It's like to, yeah. to think like, okay, yeah, we love Kajal and we love seeing whatever Kajal does, but she's got this like super established career. And then mm-hmm. Alia Bhatt is like at the start of a super established career. Yeah. And speaking of established careers, I also yeah. wanted to call out our grandparents uh, in this movie. We have Darmendra, who I think maybe came up in Om Shanti Om. I feel like he gets referenced in Om Shanti Om at some point, or maybe he shows up. Big Bollywood actor from the 70s onwards. And then uh, Shabana Azmi, who played Jamini, who I just like... Loved her. Loved. She's so stunning. And I was just very impressed by her. And then, of course... Jaya Bachchan. <laughs> which, did you have the same thought that I did? Which, I'm watching it. First of all, love her in this role. Yeah. She's amazing. Yep. But also, I was like, oh no, Jenny from Colhona yeah. has become <laughs> the mean grandma. <laughs> oh no, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like, yeah. Kalhonaho, we were like ragging on that grandma because she oh, was yeah, terrible. She was terrible. But now. <laughs> The victim of the mean grandma has become has a mean become grandma. Has become the mean grandma. No. We, oh, I didn't think about that, but that is really funny. Yeah, I loved her in this role, and it was also hard to see her in this role because I do feel yeah. like I associate her with such a maternal right. feeling. Me too. That to see her just be the villain yeah. 
and to really she doesn't have a redemption arc really no. like was just like Ugh. yeah but in a good way <laughs> right I had that thought too where I was sitting back and admiring her acting and her performance because yeah. I think it is the opposite of who she is as an actual person you're absolutely right not that I know her <laughs> yeah <laughs> And you already said that the movie was directed and produced by Karan Johar, mm-hmm. and it was written by uh, Shashank Ketan, who also wrote Humpty Sharma. Yes. I could get a little bit of a feel of, like, the heart. Yeah. Within, like, that relationship and the plot. I was like, okay, I can see how these two films came out of the same writer. I agree. There's a realism almost. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. this this is like a bright, loud movie that's probably not a lot of people's reality, but there's a there's sure. a there's a groundedness to yeah. to the writing that I think helps make it feel more accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shall we dive in? I don't think let's, I have anything else to say. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So at the start of our movie, a narrator introduces us to the Randawa family, who he describes as crazy rich Indians. The narrator is our hero, Rocky, and he explains that his grandmother started their family business that earned them all of their wealth, and this business is them selling ladus. Yes. Um, I'm going to pluralize that in an English way, ladus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you also just think, like, I just, in my head, I'm like, ladu. (laughs) I actually didn't think that until I said it out loud just now. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that people were monetizing on that somehow back in Uh the days of jadu. Um, So his grandma is the matriarch of the family, but this isn't a very loving family, as Rocky explains to us. Um, And she is, his grandma is a very cold and very greedy woman, and she never had any love for her husband, who is uh, wheelchair bound and also has memory loss. Mm -hmm. But then Rocky introduces himself. And yeah. we get some some great establishing shots of Rocky sleeping in his underpants yeah. and showering. I was like, you mean we get some establishing shots of the muscular landscape yeah. of his body. Yeah. Yes. That is very accurate. Um, and we get launched right into our first dance number, Heartthrob. Mm-hmm. And Rocky bursts through into this performance through a balloon formation that is shaped like a heart. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What I think we particularly need to talk about in this dance number are all of the cameos. Yeah. <laughs> Which felt, it did not help my expectations to rise. Because yeah. I was just kind of like, we get it. You've been in Bollywood like successfully for like 30 to 40 years. Like you're an establishment. You can just get people to pop in for your dance number. Like bully for you. But is there going to be substance? Like I was very yeah. cynical at this point. Happy to see them. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> I felt that way too. And then going back and rewatching it before our recap mm. today, I was like, this is this actually is just super fun. fun. Well, first, Varun showed okay. up. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering if I imagined it. <laughs> That's what my notes say. I was like, did I just imagine that happened? <laughs> because, because I'm like, wait, that man looks like Varun. He takes his sunglasses off. I'm like, oh my God, it is Varun. And then I just uh-huh. kept waiting for him to do a to little dance. Up. Yeah. But he didn't. And then I, later on, I was like, did I just think that Rocky's, like, friend slash personal trainer was right. Varun? I must have imagined it. But 
thought, no, okay, he was there. <laughs> he was there, yeah, just for a second. And I really wanted him to come back because the Me thing too. with all the cameos is like Rocky kisses them on the cheek. Yeah, and I was like, Varun. I would love to see him kiss Varun on the cheek. That'd be great. Yeah. I like too that we're getting cameos from. I mean, this up is this is who I should be calling up and up, coming yes. are all these yes. actresses who are like in their twenties. <laughs> exactly. Um, but we've got John V. Kapoor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Sarah Ali Khan. Who yeah. Boy, did she look gorgeous. Like, she her dress did. was stunning. And I just always love looking at her. Um, yeah. And Ananya Pandey. Yeah. And she and John V. Kapoor both show up in Bollywood Wives. What is that mo- that show? Oh, called? yeah. A Fabulous Lives of Fabulous. Bollywood Vibes. Yeah. Did I say that correctly? <laughs> it sounded like you said Bollywood Vibes. vibes. <laughs> Fabulous Lives of Bollywood Wives. <laughs> yeah. It's a tongue twister. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of nepo babies and <laughs> it, yeah. cameos. So that's that's that dance number. Yeah, um, and <laughs> and at the end, Rocky's dad and his grandma they show up and they get mad at him for dancing. But it turns out this is I guess this is it's like a talent showcase slash competition for the best Punjabi of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rocky's dad does win Punjabi of the year. And they said it's his third time in a row winning. Yeah, for being like the CEO. For being a rich guy. Yeah. And I'm like, but did you see Rocky's dance? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. Then the MC for this event starts to read a Hindi poem. And Rocky's grandfather gets, like, swept away in a memory as he's hearing this poem. Um, And he starts wheeling across the room towards a woman who he is calling Jamini. And this woman is not Jamini. And so (laughs) Rocky and his family, like, they get grandpa away from this woman. But then they consult with his doctor who says they should find whoever this Jamini woman is because she might be the key to bringing back some of his memories but grandma is insistent that grandpa does not know any woman named jomini yeah now i did Uh wonder if grandma had pushed grandpa down the stairs (laughs) and we were having a sort of um bulbedia situation (laughs) where (laughs) she bulbulea oh bulbulea not bedia ghost werewolf (laughs) ghost wolf Oh my god. But yeah, like a yeah, but, um, a weird kind of I committed the crime. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Maybe she caught grandpa with a person and then she pushed him down the stairs and she's like, "We can't help him get his memories back because then he'll remember that I did it." Yeah. <laughs> that did not happen. That was not that- part of the plot. <laughs> Honestly though, I I think I had some similar feelings about that. Right? But Rocky learns that Grandpa does, in fact, have a connection to this woman named Jomini. And he figures out that Jomini has a granddaughter whose name is Rani Chatterjee. Um, mm-hmm. And she's a bit of a local celebrity who hosts a TV show. And then we cut to the beautiful, poised powerhouse that yeah. is Alia Bhatt as Rani Chatterjee. Immediately, I was just, like, in love. <laughs> Me too. Love a powerful woman. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rocky and his friend Vicky roll up to the studio. <laughs> and they're just, like, shaking protein shakes the it. whole time. <laughs> I loved that touch. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, I feel like we have all had an interaction with that gym bro. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you can, there's like the little metal ball inside yeah. that's like shaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's great. But they do end up getting let in to meet with Ronnie. And right away, Rocky starts <laughs> flirting with her. Yeah. Um, and she's actually kind of into it. Um, well, I mean, and- like, objectively, he's a handsome man. Right, yeah. Even though he he is dressed the way he is, I think you could understandably get a little flustered. Yeah. Um, and he catches her eyeing up his because his shirt is almost entirely unbuttoned. You in can true see Bollywood like fashion. the top rows of abs. Yeah, like yeah. And so he like leans forward at one point and he catches her staring down his shirt and he calls her out for it and is like, "Hey, if I were objectifying you, it'd be you know all bets are off." And she apologizes, but he's like, "No." no, don't worry about it. I was made to be looked at. Yeah. And he also says he works hard. And I actually appreciated that. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, bro. Like if you want to spend like three hours in the gym every day and Uh you want to wear your shirts that low so people can see your body, (laughs) good for you. Yeah, I agree. Rocky explains why he's there and that he wants his grandpa and her grandma to meet up and to see if it helps grandpa's memories come back. Um, and then she te- he tells Ronnie that she can call him any time of the day or night, <laughs> FaceTime, whatever she wants. Yeah. And she just laughs as he leaves because she's yeah. just like clearly kind of like blown away by yeah. this whole experience he's but like a, a tornado <laughs> she and yeah he absolutely is but so ronnie heads home and we meet her family her mom is an english professor and she's basically <laughs> a walking english thesaurus i also um, just love her british accent you know? <laughs> yeah, her very like yeah her very put on accent yeah she used a lot of words that i was like i don't think i even know what that means <laughs> yeah and then her dad is a traditional katak dancer and a dance teacher mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> her dad's my favorite and i want him to be part of my family <laughs> her dad is lovely and very talented yeah and then we also meet Jamini, who, again, is just beautiful, and I, like, couldn't take my eyes off her when she was on screen. Like, just, mm-hmm. uh. And at dinner, the subject of love comes up among the family, and Jamini tells Rani that love will strike like a storm when she least expects it. <laughs> and then Rani's like, well, hey, I met a storm today. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she tells Jamini about Rocky and about Rocky's grandfather, And Jomini explains that the two of them met at a poetry symposium in the 70s, and they fell in love, but they were both married to other people, and neither of them had the courage to end those marriages, and so they ended up going their separate ways. Yeah. And this is really sad because it becomes clear throughout the movie that both of them were in abusive relationships. Yeah. And the fact that they didn't feel able to leave those relationships to be with someone who was actually like a loving and nurturing partner is just... Very sad. It is very sad. Yeah. But so Ronnie calls up Rocky and asks if they can meet up, and he invites her to a wrestling arena, super casual. And so then at the wrestling arena, Rocky is wearing a full full (laughs) denim outfit, full Canadian tuxedo. With bright orange stars and bright orange boots. It's just that whole outfit. I was like, that is so much. And you are clearly so confident in it. (laughs) And I love that for you. (laughs) There are, as much as I don't think I would ever want to know someone who dressed like this, (laughs) 
I also have a lot of respect for the fact that Ron Veer can like like oh, show yeah. up through this kind of of ensemble. Yeah, um, it's very impressive. He's super excited when Ronnie tells him that Jamini is on board to meet up with his grandfather. And then Rocky's like, hold up a second. We could have just made these plans over the phone. And Ronnie's like, then I wouldn't have had the chance to check you out. <laughs> um, and then we we launch into our second dance number, What mm-hmm. Jumka. Yeah. And I really love the chemistry between the two of them throughout this dance number. Yeah. So before the dance number starts, right, she has some... Um, lassie? Lassie, yes. So she has some of the lassie and then gets the mustache. And mind you, I can see a setup a mile away. I've watched a lot of rom-coms. And I'm just like, I see you. And then as he's like rubbing it off with his thumb, reaches uh-huh. over, touches her face. And I'm like, I'm rolling my eyes. I'm not reacting. <laughs> And then, and then he puts his thumb in his mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, I'm on the floor. I'm melting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead now. I am deceased. Um, Darn you. <laughs> I totally agree. I was also, I was like, okay, yeah, obviously he's going to wipe it off for yeah. her. And then when he put his finger in his mouth, I was like, I didn't I... see that coming. Ah. I was prepared until I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. You never know when they're going to get you. I just think these two play off each other really well. Yeah, they um, both have a very fun, flirty, confident energy. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. After the dance number, Ronnie's family arrives at Rocky's house for the two grandparents to meet each other, but it's very awkward. Um, yeah. <laughs> and at first, it doesn't seem like Grandpa recognizes Jamini. Mm-hmm. So she then recites the same Hindi poem that we had heard before that was so significant to them when they met. And she's trying to jog his memory, but it's still looking like nothing is happening. But then they hear singing. Mm-hmm. And Grandpa has gotten up out of his wheelchair, and he walks over to Jamini, and he just he just plants one on her. He just kisses yeah. her. He goes for it. He goes right <laughs> in for it. And Grandma, his wife, is <laughs> not pleased. I think she might faint, actually. Um, yeah. She has a, an, an understandable reaction. <laughs> I guess, but I guess, like, it's not like she loves him. That's true. They've never had it's- love in their marriage because because of her. And it really then is not a reaction of jealousy, but it's a reaction of, like, possessiveness. Yes, you're absolutely right. It's like a respect thing where he's like, I deserve your complete respect and submission. I I deserve your submission and you're not submitting to me in this moment. Rocky's friend Vicky (laughs) then calls Grandpa Emron Hashmi who came up before when I did the research on kissing. He's like oh. known as the serial kisser in Bollywood. Okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Because grandpa's just kissing women. <laughs> just kissing women left and right. That's not true. Just the one woman. Well, two um, women. He oh, kissed he did that kiss other the, woman. the stranger, yeah. That, that was just on the cheek, though. That's fine. <laughs> it's um, fine if it's on the cheek. <laughs> And she was into it, even though she didn't know what was happening. Uh, Slippery slope. (laughs) Yeah. 
Rocky then shows up at Ronnie's house, and then he convinces her to sneak out with him, with Jomini, so that Jomini and Grandpa can have their love story together. But so then we get a very sweet montage of them bopping around with their adorable grandparents, but also like falling in love with each other. And we even see them have like a hardcore makeout session in the rain, which... Yeah, to he be like surprised a little bit. <laughs> he was like eating her face all I of a sudden. I wouldn't have minded a little bit of a build up to their yeah, first no. kiss. Yeah, this was very much just like wow. There were a <laughs> few right times in. where I was just like, oh my god, like <laughs> I don't think I like this kiss. Like it's no, too I, much. Yeah. We're just showing that they can't keep their hands off of each other. Right. Yeah, and we're we're building up to we're building up to this idea of it being like this is just a physical thing. This yes. Is just lust. Yes. Yes, um, but I got worried there for a moment. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. I was also worried. I never like to see an open-mouthed kiss. He looked like a Dementor <laughs> trying to suck her soul suck out. Suck her soul. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, but so then after this whole montage, Ronnie is saying to Jomini that, yeah, this isn't, a, isn't love. It's just a fling. It's just physical. Mm-hmm. But then precious, precious Rocky, he is not aware of those feelings of Ronnie's. No. And he shows up at her office building, laying on top of his car. And there's this song that's playing that's like, I don't remember how it goes, but it's like, get in my car, babe, or something. Yeah, it's kind um, of a fun song. <laughs> it's a fun song, yeah. I don't know where that came from, but it's great. And so she does get in his car, as, as requested. And they go to this like shop or storage unit, this kind of artfully cluttered space and he like does a little dance for her and he's wearing a shirt that has sequins <laughs> that he then like runs his hand over and they turn into her face. Which yeah, I, I loved it. I, I want that t-shirt. Like right? I would wear that t-shirt. That's adorable. With, with Ron Veer's face. I would wear it with Alia Bot's face. I or any anyone in the Bollywood world, I'd be thrilled to wear their face on my chest. You just get like six different ones. Yeah. So that when people think, oh, you're gonna you're wearing so and so's face, you like, no, it's this surprise. Person <laughs> it's Pankaj Tripathi. Oh my god, um. I would love that. <laughs> And then, like, at the end of doing his little dance, he gives her just, like, the sweetest, tightest hug, and it's mm-hmm. it's lovely. And then when they break apart, he starts to reach for something in his pocket, but Ronnie stops him, and she's like, I have to leave. But so then the next day, he plans an even more elaborate proposal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> complete with, like, the DDLJ theme playing in the background. Loved it. Yeah. But when he gets down on one knee, Ronnie tells him to stop, and she says that she doesn't love him, this is just a fling. And Rocky is very upset by this. But Ronnie's like, we don't really know each other. We don't really talk about real things. I don't know your opinions. I don't know your politics. Mm-hmm. And Rocky speculates that Ronnie thinks he's too dumb. And then Ronnie says, like, I'd also just be suffocated by your family if I were mm. to move in and live with you. And so Rocky storms out of the room. He's crying. And he's met with his dad and his grandma, who are upset because, one, he's hanging out with Ronnie. And two, because he's been letting grandpa hang out with Jomini. Yeah. Everybody's upset. And both Rocky and Ronnie are pretty broken up about the fact that they've broken up. (laughs) And Ronnie tries to call Rocky, but he's blocked her number. Rocky cries in bed with his grandfather, which is very sweet. So then Ronnie goes on a work trip to Kashmir, and Mm. she can't stop thinking about Rocky. And we get a love song, Tum Kya And it's just a lot of them both wearing excellent coats as they embrace 
slowly yeah. in the snow. <laughs> yeah, he's also wearing massive snow boots. Very big snow boots and so many different coats. Like, so yeah. many different winter outfits did they give him. <laughs> There's also, is there a time when he's, like, in all red with, like, a red turtleneck? Yes. Because I did, all I wrote for this song was, I do love a turtleneck Ron Beer. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good look. I did, uh, I noted at some point in here, too, that he looks like a pirate <laughs> a lot in this movie because he's got like the long hair with the, and the beard and the earrings and yeah. there were just certain moments where I was like this is very piratical of you <laughs> we've talked about how we would love to see him actually be a pirate right I, yeah <laughs> I, I would love that probably I'd be down for that any day oh right because he's the man in black in our Bollywood adaptation oh, yes. of Princess Bride of Princess Bride yeah yeah oh right. gosh I love that but so this this whole thing has served to uh, help Ronnie see that um, mm-hmm. she is actually in love with Rocky. So she goes back to Delhi and she pulls up outside of Rocky's office and she plays the same like get in my car <laughs> song. But Rocky does not get in her car. He gets in his own car and drives away. Yeah. So Ronnie has no other choice but to chase him. <laughs> this is so dangerous. It's so dangerous because she somehow like gets in front of him and then is just straight up playing chicken with him. Yeah, like with she other has... cars on the road is going the wrong direction on a major highway yeah she is yeah and they do crash into each other (laughs) yeah um, in the middle of this like four lane highway yeah and so they get out of their cars they're screaming at each other until ronnie tells rocky to shut up and then she gets down on one knee and she asks him to give their love story a second chance um and at first rocky says nothing but then as she turns away defeated he starts singing And so they embrace, they're back in love, but this is not happily ever after just yet, because when the idea of actually marrying Rocky comes up, Ronnie is pretty put off by the idea (laughs) of moving in with his family. Yeah. Um, And she rightfully points out that she should not have to adjust her life. And she tells him, like, why don't you move in with my family? Why don't you do all of the adjusting? Why does it always have to be the woman moving in with the groom's family? Which, you know, if that's what you want, great. If it's not what you want, you shouldn't have to do it. That's that's all that's kind of being established here. And that's when Rocky mostly accidentally pitches the idea that they should live with each other's families. Mm Mm-hmm. But this idea sticks, Ronnie's super into it, and so they suggest this to their families. And neither family is <laughs> thrilled by this proposal, but eventually everyone agrees, and with that, we are at intermission. But so we start off after intermission with Ronnie and the Randawas, and it's pretty tense. Mm-hmm. Um, and Grandma tells Ronnie that she simply cannot love Rocky as much as his family does because she's only known him for a few months and they've known him his whole life. But then Ronnie very pointedly observes that a few moments can be enough to love somebody and a whole lifetime cannot be enough to love somebody. And mm-hmm. then she looks at Grandpa. Yeah. Poor Grandpa. <laughs> I love that there's like this whole love story between these older people. I was delighted that that was an addition I didn't know was going to happen. Same. Yeah, me too. Ronnie shows Grandpa a video from Jomini where she tells him that their unfulfilled dreams are now Rocky and Ronnie's dreams. And they Mm -hmm. need to make sure that those dreams get fulfilled through them. 
And she also causes a bit of a stir at her first family dinner when she serves Rocky's dad, who is has been hounding his wife, Rocky's mom, whose name is Poonam. He's been, yeah. like, pressuring her to serve him, and Ronnie, like, steps in to do it instead. And she explains that at her house, it's not just the wife's duty, everybody pitches in. And then she catches Rocky's sister, Gayatri, <laughs> selling stocks over the phone, just yeah. casually, in her PJs in her bedroom. She's um, amazing. <laughs> she is amazing. I was and really then, hoping we'd get more of her, and we yeah, did, and I was and really we did. <laughs> yeah, same. We also see Ronnie catch Poonam, the mom, as she's singing. Ronnie is getting a sense that the women of this house are, they're very much at the mercy of Rocky's dad and grandma. And then back over at the Chatterjee house, poor Rocky, he's not faring all that well with Ronnie's family. Mm. Um, he's, he is surprised to learn that her dad is a dance teacher. And Ronnie's mom also calls him racist when he makes a comment about T making his skin dark. Um, right. But he reassures the family that black lives matter uh, <laughs> and that he is a fan of several black artists, just, um, yeah. which not necessarily the most progressive response, but I did appreciate hearing him say black lives matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> there were a lot of points kind of throughout where I didn't really know where they were going with some of this right. stuff with Rocky. Until and his, then, yeah. Yeah, and then when it got where it was going, I was like, great, I see what you were doing now, and I, mm -hmm. I'm i on board. But luckily, Rocky and Ronnie, they still have each other through this whole thing, and we see them commiserate about their struggles while also making out in an elevator at Ronnie's <laughs> office building. And this was a kissing scene that I did enjoy, because there's yeah. also some comedy. Um, <laughs> when, when Rocky gets back to Ronnie's home after this, mm -hmm. uh, Ronnie's parents and Jomini are having their culture club, and he tries to join in, but Ronnie's mom dismisses him and tells him to go upstairs and exercise. Yeah. Um, he's, like, so hurt by this, and he's just like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. And he just, like, cries and goes back upstairs. Yeah, and that's, like, the first time you actually see him, like, kind of ashamed of who he is. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, no one should ever be shamed for who they are. Right. Regardless Absolutely. of who you are. Unless and you are a racist, terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel exactly the same way. And I really like that the point of this movie really is that, like, there's going too far in either direction. Yes, yeah. Um, but Ronnie, meanwhile, she catches Poonam and Gayatri eating cake together in the kitchen and mm -hmm. she starts singing the song that she heard <laughs> Poonam singing and then Gayatri joins in and then Poonam joins in and they just have like a nice little karaoke moment and it's yeah, adorable. Yeah, it's really fun. And then Poonam tells Ronnie that she used to sing on the radio but she quit when she got married. So back over with the Chatterjees, a series of misunderstandings leads Rocky to accompany Ronnie's mom on a bra shopping excursion. Mm-hmm. And in the shop, the salesman is giving his pitch, and he mm -hmm. ends up demoing a bra on Rocky, like putting it on Rocky. Mm -hmm. And Rocky is not thrilled by this, but when he kicks up a fuss about it, Ronnie's mom is like, listen, mm. all of the women who you know and love wear bras. If you expect women to wash your underpants, because he had been thinking that she was going to do his laundry for him, so like, if, you, if you expect women to do that, then the least you can do is appreciate the fact that they move through the world wearing undergarments too. Mm -hmm. And super uncomfortable ones at that. Uh, and then yeah. <laughs> and then she tells him that if he really wants to respect women, then he has to treat them as his equal. Yeah. 
I really appreciated that moment because in the lead up I was just kind of rolling my eyes at the stereotypical nature and so I was getting really irritated and I was glad that it was like oh no this was done on purpose to give the mom a chance to have this like speech which I found really empowering and was very well delivered and it was like stop viewing women as like creatures from a different planet right because Rocky's whole thing he was like I don't look at bras or touch them because I'm respecting women right and that's not you don't erase a woman's experience by right that's not respect yeah yeah Yeah. Um, I I totally agree and I think that for me was when I really started to go from not being sure about this movie to genuinely enjoying it when it became clear that all these moments of like Mm -hmm. oh I don't really like that we said that became like oh you're actually very intentionally setting us up for something I was just thinking about the fact that I like that everybody in this movie has to learn something and also has something to teach. And I Mm -hmm. think that that's just that mutual learning about the people around you is such a great, like, undercurrent of this whole movie. Then we get this whole thing where the Randawa's Ladu company is being boycotted for making an outdated commercial featuring Mm -hmm. women in traditional household roles, and Ronnie suggests that they gender swap the commercial, and this saves the company. Yay. And then Ronnie tries to convince Grandma that they're similar because they're both ambitious women. But Grandma tells Ronnie that she'll never be a part of their family, and Ronnie's like, okay, cool, game on. And it is, it's just like, why do you hate her so much? It's a great question. <laughs> She's a super powerful, ambitious, successful woman, which I is what you why. are. <laughs> right. She's like, she just feels threatened. There's only room for one of me in this world, which all I think right. is something that we as women got taught a lot by the patriarchy, mm-hmm. that there's only room for one woman to be like the most beautiful, the most powerful, yeah. the best in the room. And anyone Well, and I guess that we also, at the beginning of the movie, you know, we see like grandpa's mother mm-hmm. put her in her place when yes. she arrives at their house so I guess we don't necessarily know who she was before she came into that space and if she felt like she then had to belittle all the women around her yeah let's have a prequel (laughs) Um, yeah then we're we go to Rocky's friends Vicky's Sangeet Mm -hmm. uh grandma convinces Ronnie's dad to perform and so he gets up he does spectacular dance looks incredible but everyone is laughing at him for doing what they believe to be a a woman's dance Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't really know enough about this to speak to that but that's what it seems to me is what's happening Uh (laughs) (laughs) but I do I hate everything about this moment aside Uh from the joy on his face yes like I loved the dance yeah. And that was all amazing. That actor, just the look on his face was amazing. And then I just wanted to murder I know. every single person in that room. Yeah. Why does it even matter that he's a man? You're watching a human perform a beautiful, spectacular piece. Right? Like, I, just yeah. enjoy. But everybody's laughing at him, including Rocky. And as the performance wraps up and Ronnie's dad realizes that everyone is laughing at him, he just looks devastated. Yeah. And when they get home, Rocky apologizes, but Ronnie's dad says, I'm used to this. Mm -hmm. Um, He says that he has been made fun of his whole life because of this choice of of career. But his mom, who is Jomini, never gave up on him. And she stood by him and taught him that talent 
has nothing to do with gender. Yeah. Oh, um, it gave me goosebumps. I I know. I loved this. This whole scene. Oh, this whole scene was really really yeah. awesome. And so then everybody's crying, and then Rocky like he breaks down a little bit and basically kind of gets to the heart of what we've been talking about a little bit throughout here, where he says, you know, I was raised to say things and mm-hmm. to think things that now you are telling me are wrong and offensive and I never knew that I was hurting people with the things that I was thinking and saying because they're just a part of of what I right. what I thought how I was raised and so now I'm learning but please don't cancel me is basically his message is like please yeah. give me that chance to learn and also don't laugh at me and he tells Ronnie's dad that he too loves to dance and he respects Ronnie's dad for dancing despite people's disapproval because Rocky has let his dad and grandma control him and and stop him from doing this thing that he loves to do and then Rocky thanks the family for giving him a place in their home and then Ronnie's dad asks him if he wants a hug and they hug and it's adorable it's really sweet and I also thought it was so interesting watching this film that was made in India that applies so much to our current like culture in the U.S. too. Yeah absolutely. No one on any side of the spectrum can say something without the other side making fun of them, tearing them down, canceling them, what have you. Yeah, and it's not how you form relationships. Or... No, and it's not how you help people to grow or no. allow yourself to grow either. Yeah, so I, I appreciated this this message a lot. And then we get we get another montage here where we see Rocky join in with Dad's dance class. Um, <laughs> and we also see him bringing Ronnie food while she's working late and yeah. pinning up a bra on the washing line. So he's just like embracing this lifestyle that he's learning from Ronnie's family. Right. Um, and we also see Ronnie help Gayatri, Rocky's sister, get a job trading stocks. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the number, she tells Poonam that she has gotten her an audition for a singing competition show. But Poonam resists this. She says she doesn't want to do it. And then Gayatri comes in and she tells Ronnie and Poonam that there's a family coming the next day to meet her for a marriage proposal. Mm-hmm. And so both women are kind of on the brink of turning down these opportunities that Ronnie has helped them set up. And Ronnie is like, listen, you both have to have a bit of a backbone here if you're if you're going to be happy. Yeah. Um, and so the next day, the, the potential groom's family arrives and Gayatri sings loudly <laughs> in front of the family, um, you know, really embarrassing everybody and the family. And it's like a raunchy leaves. song. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gayatri. So the family leaves and grandma tries to say, like, this is all Ronnie's fault. But Mm -hmm. Gayatri is like, no, this was me. This was my choice. I'm taking the job trading stocks. I'm living my life the way I want to from now on. Mm -hmm. And then inspired by this, Poonam realizes that it's seven o'clock and it's time for her to leave for her audition. Um, And so she leaves and Ronnie wishes her luck. Mm -hmm. So then Rocky invites his family to Ronnie's family's annual celebration. And everyone at this event is wearing red or red and gold, Mm -hmm. except for Rocky's grandma and Rocky's dad. And they just like stick out like sore thumbs. Yeah. Ronnie's dad takes the stage 
and gives a, a you know a beautiful performance and Rocky's dad and grandma are like looking on disapprovingly but then mm-hmm. Ronnie's dad steps aside and there's Rocky yeah he steps forward and the two of them give a dance together that is absolutely beautiful and incredible and grandma is rage crying but everybody else <laughs> is super into this yeah. and we are into our next dance number Dindora Bajare, which is my favorite. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The whole number is so stunning and spectacular. Yeah. And I feel like it stands out among the other songs in the movie yes. because it's got this more traditional element to it. It's mm-hmm. just visually stunning in every way that a piece can be visually stunning. I also just um, loved like the bare feet, like it has power to it like yeah. there's like a heavier beat and like the energy is there like it was yep. amazing so good and i also just like ranveer singh and ali abad are both spectacular dancers but also incredible performers yeah. and they're both so expressive as they're dancing i find it hard to look anywhere other than at one or the other of them i'm just so yeah drawn in by their performance Mm -hmm. and there's also a great moment where we get Jomini out on the dance floor Uh, I also love like there's just so many cute moments between the two of them Rocky whispers in Ronnie's ear and she like starts laughing and I just I don't know like the whole thing's delightful the whole thing is delightful yeah but then over the course of the number two we're seeing a lot of glances being thrown in grandma's direction like this Mm -hmm. is you know they're doing it to spite her a little bit (laughs) yeah she deserves it (laughs) she does deserve it and she does pick up on this because at the end of the number she like storms out of the room and then rocky's dad goes after her and then ronnie kind of like gestures for rocky to follow and at first he's like no i don't think i should do that but ronnie insists and so he he goes after them Mm -hmm. rocky's dad is like going off at him about how ronnie's family are all immoral people and how could his dad be so so little of a man that he can't control the women in his family? Like, just barf. How could Ronnie's, sorry, how could Ronnie's dad be so little of a man? Yeah. Okay. What did I, did I say Ronnie's you said, dad? You just said his dad. <laughs> so I'm that I got so much trouble. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, thank you for correcting me. Yeah, so Ronnie's family comes out too, and Ronnie overhears this, and she gets in Rocky's dad's face about this, and she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, how dare we not consider women property? And, you know, yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. We're immoral if that's what it means to be immoral, and if only more families were more immoral like we are. <laughs> yeah. And through her whole speech, Rocky's dad keeps turning his face away from her and mm-hmm. basically saying to Rocky, like, can you control your woman, please? Right. I was like, yeah, Rocky, you just stand beside Ronnie and yeah. let her say her piece. Like, you're being supportive. You're not getting involved. Yeah. I'm I'm supportive of this. <laughs> yeah. And Rocky's dad is also gesturing in Ronnie's face. And mm-hmm. Ronnie has had enough of this because he's not listening to her. And so she kind of, like, grabs his arm and pushes him out of her way. Yeah. So then Rocky gets mad at Ronnie because she raised her hand to his father. Yeah. Um, I suddenly was like, oh, I read this wrong. I know. I, me too. I, was, I wasn't expecting this. I, I thought but this was going in a different direction. Y- yeah. But, okay. And, you know, and I do understand 
not wanting there to be a physical altercation, yes, but also, like, absolutely. it really seemed like Rocky's dad might hit her. I don't know. It was very complicated. I don't but think so, it was all, yeah, Ronnie's fault, but there's also the cultural, like, the, uh, you know, you respect your elders. Yeah, that's yeah. really what we get into here. Rocky is saying, like, you know, you have to show my dad some respect. He's our elder, and Ronnie is saying, like, that doesn't in- inherently mean that he deserves our respect. Which is also, um, you know, true. Also valid. <laughs> Rocky ends this whole fight by saying we're too different we're never going to agree about this and Ronnie's like yep you're right we're done I was just so taken aback <laughs> yeah it, it all happened very suddenly but you know the decision has been made they're they're breaking up for real this time so we go back to the Chatterjee home with Ronnie and she is surprised when her family is trying to convince her that she should actually be with Rocky, that breaking yeah. up with him as a result of this fight wasn't the right thing to do. They're trying to argue that Rocky is a good man, even though his father is not a good guy, and that he's very deserving of her love. And Ronnie's dad points out that Rocky isn't like his father in just the same way that Ronnie's dad is not like his dad, yeah. who beat him and also beat Jomini. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's like, like if I'm not like my dad, then Rocky can be unlike his dad. Meanwhile, back at the Rondawa residence, Rocky's dad is monologuing at the family about how terrible the Chatterjees are when Poonam comes into the room and she just wordlessly turns on the television. <laughs> and she has she turns to the singing competition show and we see her performing. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone just stops to watch for a moment. And then dad grabs the remote from her hands. He turns off the TV. But then Poonam just starts singing yeah. the song <laughs> from the same moment that where she got cut off in the show. And dad raises his hand to hit her. Mm-hmm. But Rocky grabs him by the wrist and stops him just in time. And Rocky says that he has just learned that what he feels for his dad is not respect, but fear. But he is not afraid anymore. And then he says that he loved Ronnie, but he broke up with her when he realized that she didn't respect his father. And then he says, I love my mom, and I just realized that you don't respect my mom, so I'm breaking up with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And he tells dad to enjoy his wealth and his arrogance and that he and his mom and his sister Gayatri are leaving. Mm -hmm. And as they leave, grandma tells them that they can't leave because they're blood relatives. But Rocky says that blood doesn't make relationships, love does. I really like this scene because it's the first time that we see Rocky stand up for the Mm -hmm. women in his life. Like, aside from Ronnie, which... He but didn't even really, even he didn't yeah. really stand up for her. <laughs> but just throughout the movie, you're seeing his sister meet with potential suitors and their families, and they're all awful to her, and they're all making comments. Rocky's just kind of sitting there, like, "Well, this, this is, is what, what happens." Is. Yeah. And so, yeah, you see that growth, and I was like, "Thank God." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. I totally yeah. agree, and I really do love that distinction of fear is not respect. Fearing mm-hmm. your elders is not the same as having respect for them. Why would you, as a parent, desire fear over the actual genuine respect and love of your child? Mm-hmm. Just thought of what's the Michael Scott quote? It's like, I would, oh, I, I, would be, I rather would I rather be loved or, loved feared, or feared? Both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
But so just as Rocky and his mom and sister are about to leave, Grandpa, like, calls over Rocky's dad, his son. First time in years actually says his name. And Rocky's dad is, this stops him in his tracks. And Grandpa says to Rocky's dad, you can't let the family break up. Mm-hmm. And then he dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was awful. I liked Grandpa. <laughs> I know. Me too. And I was just like, God, what timing. Um, but it's yeah, dramatic I, timing. It's very dramatic timing. But I did love Grandpa. I kind of figured he was going to die, but this was a yeah, sad moment Yeah, because like, he was never going to be able to divorce Grandma. And, no. Like... I didn't see a happily ever after for them. But at Grandpa's cremation, Rocky's dad finally realizes that he has been a bad person for the whole movie and for most of his life. Um, Which, to be fair, whenever he did show any sort of love or affection towards his father, his mom, like, reprimanded him. him. Yeah. Yeah. And and we see, I didn't talk a whole lot about that dynamic, but there is I don't think it's there. Yeah, it's there, and, and we're seeing it kind of come to fruition in this moment. But he hugs Rocky at the cremation, and then he, like, waves Gayatri over, and the three of them hold each other at the cremation. And then Ronnie arrives with her family and grandma is like, no, you got to get out of here. You're not welcome here. But Rocky's dad gives Jomini his blessing to say goodbye to the one man that she ever loved. Yeah. And Rocky and Ronnie lock eyes as this is happening, but Rocky looks away. I guess he's busy with the death of his grandfather that he loved a Mm -hmm. whole lot. (laughs) But I really thought that after he had that conversation with his dad that he was going to make yeah. amends with Ryan. I, I also mm-hmm. kind of thought that. But maybe he just, he's like, I've got too much going on right now. Um, and then, you know, we go back home to the Rondawa residence and Rocky's dad asks Poonam to forgive him for how he's treated her as a husband. Mm-hmm. Um, but Poonam says that he has lost the right to her forgiveness. And then she says that neither he nor his mother are worthy of respect because what could be worse than a woman who doesn't support other women? And then we all applaud. <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree. I was like, thank you. It's what we've all been thinking this whole time. But then Poonam reminds Rocky's dad that he's more than just his mother's son. He's also a husband and a father. And he has been imprisoned by his mother, but she no longer wants to be imprisoned. And so she, again, you know, is kind of about to walk out the door with her two children. And grandma's like, good. But Rocky's dad is like, no, like... (laughs) (laughs) actually i am starting to see that you are a disrespectful person mother um you raised you raised me to be an arrogant and hollow man and then he turns Mm -hmm. to punam and he says you're right i don't deserve your forgiveness but i'm going to work hard to earn it good (laughs) and again i like because i feel like other movies would have had them like make up in this moment Mm -hmm. and the fact that she was like nope and he was like okay that's fair i'm gonna keep trying yeah um is i think very real um yeah So then we cut to a few months later, and Ronnie walks into her living room to find that Rocky's parents are there talking to her parents and her grandma. Mm -hmm. And Rocky's dad apologizes to Ronnie for insulting her family, and Ronnie apologizes to him as well. And then Poonam says that she really wants for Rocky to marry into the Chatterjee family, and if Ronnie agrees, then she'll find her heartbroken lover waiting for her outside. 
And sure enough, when Ronnie runs outside, she finds Rocky on yet another car, this one (laughs) pink, playing the same Get In My Car song as, as we've heard before. And he's also brought a big band with him and everybody's decked out in pink, a uh, full pink Punjabi party is, is mm-hmm. happening. But then Ronnie starts to cry and Rocky's like, stop, <laughs> she's getting emotional. Um, and so he, you know, he runs to her and they embrace and they exchange I love yous and some sweet words. And then Rocky calls for more happy vibes and the band starts to play again as they kiss. Um, yes. And then we flash forward to the day of their wedding And Ronnie is reading a letter from Rocky's grandma as a peace offering she has written to Ronnie with the Ladoo recipe that her grandmother taught to her. And this Mm -hmm. is what has made them famous and wealthy. And the movie ends with both families getting ready for this beautiful, opulent wedding. And there's just so much love in everybody's eyes. And we see some moments that I think, you know, all I know of Indian weddings are what I've seen in Bollywood movies. But it seems like there's some gender swapping happening here where, like, Rani's dad helps her put on her jewelry. Yeah. um, And Rocky's dad helps his daughter Gayatri put on a turban. Um, and Rocky like does a full bow to Ronnie as she's like placing a garland over his head and then mm-hmm. she ends up holding his hand in hers as they're like doing their vows um, yeah. and this ending really got me I was feeling kind of emotional about it because it's just <laughs> these two these two families who have been through so much yeah like coming together in joyous celebration and just letting themselves be happy and be themselves and support one another and again there was another point where Rocky whispers in Ronnie's ear and she just laughs and I just I don't know mm-hmm. I was like really caught up in it and that's it that's the end <laughs> it, it feels very real it does. It does feel real. I do really like how we end things with grandma. Yeah. You know, she doesn't get forgiven and she doesn't even really ask for forgiveness, but she does no. make this small gesture that suggests that maybe they can work towards some kind of reconciliation in the future. But again, it's like it's not realistic for it to end with her being like lovingly right. embraced back into the family. So yeah. loved it. <laughs> it's like she is who she is. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I do really like it, and I feel like they did a good job of bringing everything full circle. Yes. Um, You know, I I think the liberal white woman in me kind of cringes at a lot of what Rocky says. Yes. And even of him giving the explanation of, like, that is how he is raised. But I think that that is more indicative of the problem with the liberal cancel culture, which is, again, the whole point of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went through this whole, like, little journey. <laughs> and I was like, right. okay, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think I totally went through that same journey, and I appreciate that this movie wanted to bring people on that journey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I will also say I felt differently about their approach to that in this film versus, like, Bedia. Mm-hmm. With yes. that, yeah. I was like, I really don't know where we're going. Like, yeah. At least this, because it was Rocky saying things in the same room as people who are like, ooh, that's not right. And who did in the moment say like, hey, that's not cool that you said that. Yep. I was like, okay, we're all on the same page here. I'm as not opposed- just lost thinking. 
that maybe right. you're racist. Yeah, yeah, as opposed to Badia, where it took like the whole movie for us to get to the point where someone was saying, hey, don't say racist things yeah. to me. Yeah. I really liked it. Me like too. I said, my expectations were extremely low. Me too. Yeah. And they actually were met by by a big margin. Like, yep. I would say this is a genuinely good and valuable film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we had said, too, like, what is it going to be like seeing Ranveer and Ali Abbat playing opposite each other? Mm-hmm. Like, they're two huge actors who we haven't seen do that before. And I felt like their chemistry was great. I was all about yeah. it. Yeah. I really liked it. Me, too. I'm so. excited to <laughs> dive into some research. <laughs> yes, it's a short segment. But I did decide to look into Katak. Great. I was hoping you would. <laughs> this is all credit to Wikipedia. So if Thanks, the information Wikipedia. is wrong, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but Katak can be traced back to Uttar Pradesh in 400 BCE. Wow. It is really old as a tradition. I always always love how old all this stuff is that we talk about. Because, like, nothing's old in the United States. (laughs) Except, like, the indigenous people. Right. Yeah, and we destroyed all of their their things. Um, And it is one of the eight major forms of Indian classical dance. It is also the only classical dance form to have both Hindu and Muslim ties. Oh, Okay, that's cool because there were moments where I was like, this makes me think of things that I've seen. Like, like there were certain things where I was like, this is kind of whirling dervish-esque. And I was it, like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so we'll get there. Cool. Um, but the origin of Katak is traditionally attributed to the traveling bards in ancient northern India who were known as Katakers or storytellers. I'm also probably mm. butchering that with my American accent and lack of knowledge of pronunciation. And I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Katakers. <laughs> um, so sorry. But Katakers traveled around telling stories of the great epics and myths through dance, song, and music. Very cool. And since its origin is in storytelling, Katak relies most heavily on facial expressions. Ah. Um, in addition to elaborate hand movements and extensive footwork. And it evolved during the Bhakti movement, which I was like, I don't know what this is, but it had its own separate Wikipedia page. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not delving into that. <laughs> but apparently this movement took place in medieval Hinduism. Okay. So... It is evolving during then, but also in the courts of North Indian kingdoms. Uh In fact, the Mughal emperors Uh were patrons of Katak dance and promoted it within their royal courts. You'll be pleased to know (laughs) that Akbar in particular encouraged Uh the development of Katak to meet Mughal tastes. So it was the Mughal emperors who then brought in this, like, Muslim influence. Yeah. Um, and so those Katak performances included Urdu ghazals, which are poems originating from Arabic poetry that focus on spiritual and romantic love, mm-hmm. as well as instruments brought during the Mughal period. So there's, like, this influx of new tradition and influence. Very cool. That and is I think that very was, cool. What, like, the 16th and 17th centuries? That feels so. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That feels right. Um, should have written it down. Didn't write it down. 
And today, Katak is the only Indian classical dance form to feature Persian elements. That's awesome. That's really cool. It is cool. We do have to talk about British colonialism. Ugh. Great. Mm-hmm. So under British rule, Katak, along with all the other classical dance forms, was discouraged. As an oral slash practical tradition, because it was passed down, because it's like storytelling, but dance. So it was really taught from generation to generation. Yeah. Um, it went into decline. And part of the reason Katuk was discouraged was the British Victorian tradition of sexual repression, mm-hmm. um, as well as Anglican missionaries who criticized Hinduism. So first of all, they were like, this is too sensual. And then they were like, oh my God, you're telling Hindu stories. <laughs> that is just like such a huge feature of British colonialism is this like they sexualize something that wasn't sexual to begin with. And then they're yeah. like, well, it's bad because it involves sex. And it's like, that's actually never what it was about. <laughs> you're just a pervert because you're yeah. sexually repressed. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we laugh, but it's you could only laugh it's, at it because it's, it's so awful. ridiculous. Yeah, and it's also cyclical, too. Yeah. But the missionaries and colonial officials accused Katak as a front for prostitution. Again, because, yeah, they're just scared of what it makes them feel, I guess, which is kind of weird. And even Indian men who had been educated in British institutions and raised in, I wrote this term down because I liked it so much, Wikipedia said, Victorian prudery. (laughs) i was like i don't know if prudery is a word but i love it it's a good one yeah so those indian men who had been educated in british institutions and raised in victorian prudery also joined the criticism having lost understanding of the spiritual themes behind Mm. the dance but on the bright side during this time hindu families continued to teach katuk in private and katuk teachers shifted to training boys in order to preserve the tradition, since most of the criticism was directed at the girls dancing. Okay. So they were like, fine, we'll teach boys, because boys can't be prostitutes. I guess. I don't know. You can't sexualize (laughs) men. (laughs) No, never. And then Indian independence, of course, came along and saw a revival of Katak across the country. And just regarding the gender piece, it was historically thought of as a performance art for men. Well, the way I interpreted that was as women were performing this for men's enjoyment. Okay. So prominent Katuk dancers have shifted it from this patriarchal background and foundation to make it more gender inclusive to everyone. And yeah. so a lot of prominent Katuk dancers anywhere on the gender spectrum are working to debunk the myth that it's only for women. Um, it seems like it's thriving and it's amazing and it's a beautiful art form it really is that's great I do find it so interesting the way you just put that of like you know trying to break free of the patriarchal implications of the dance's history I do wonder were there actually patriarchal implications from the start with this tradition Mm. or was that what came out of the British 
imperial right. interpretation of it. And yeah. and again, it, and it's so sticky to parse those kinds of things out. That's just, that's so often what I think of is like, did this really exist as like women dancing for men? Or was it genuinely like, this is women telling stories with their bodies in a way that anyone can enjoy. And because of the British, yeah. it took on this. And maybe it's both, you know, both of those things can be true. I was trying to find articles, but a lot of them were behind a paywall. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. But I got confused because in reading the Wikipedia article, it really felt like all people participated in this style of dance. Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't until I read an article that was like mentioned the patriarchy and how women today are trying to shift it. They were like, it was a performance art for men. So I was like, oh, okay, so only men could perform it. But then when did that change? Because clearly women were dancing it at the time of British colonialism because they were being accused of being prostitutes. And it was a shift to train boys. So yeah, I think there's a lot of missing pieces there. Yeah. And I don't know what the gender pieces are but it is true that today it is definitely widely considered like a feminine yeah art interesting yeah so well if anyone knows please tell us like i would love to actually learn more um yeah absolutely and i think it's great that we now have that the context for where this comes from good to have at least a a vague understanding of the gender dynamics that are coming into play here and it really helps yeah to understand what's happening in the movie because certainly there is not anything wrong with ronnie's dad and his performance thanks so much for for that i like i said i was really hoping that you would research that so i'm glad to, to know that a little bit more yeah Mm-hmm. Bollywood news. Yeah. Would you like to start? Sure. My first <laughs> thing is that Randeep Huda got married yesterday. That was my first thing, too. <laughs> oh, I love it. I wasn't even aware. I think he's a pretty private person. Like, he'll mm-hmm. occasionally post, like, a picture with his mom or his sister or wildlife because he's also like a horse. wildlife photographer <laughs> or a horse because he also like horseback rides. We'll, we'll talk about him <laughs> and how much I love him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I didn't even know he was dating anyone. And then I saw that and it made me so happy. Um, yeah. All the best to them on this, the first day of their marriage because <laughs> we are recording this like two weeks ahead of time. So right. again, outdated news. <laughs> They'll um, still be newlyweds at the time this episode comes out. That is true. Out. Big congrats to Randeep and his new wife, whose name is Lynn Leishram. Mm-hmm. I'll do my other thing, which was that we got a release date for the film Fighter, which we've been talking about before. This is the film that's starring Rithik and Deepika yes. and Anil Kapoor. Okay. Um, we got a release date of January 25th. Wow, that's Uh, soon. Yes, we've only got like two months to wait, which is great. And I just needed to say that if there is not a dance number in this movie that (laughs) uses both Deepika and Rithik like to their Uh fullest talents and abilities, I will riot in the streets. Like (laughs) by yourself (laughs) in Burlington, Vermont. (laughs) (laughs) Just screaming and crying. Um, But I was thinking about this too as watching Rocky or Ronnie like, the fact that we got that with them in this movie Mm -hmm. and this is you know it's very much the kind of movie where we would get multiple big dance numbers with these big names showing off their talents yeah fighter is like a war movie (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> and so you're a little more apprehensive? I'm a little bit nervous, but they just, they have to. Like, if you have those two powerhouses of, of dancers, you have to use them, even if it's just an end credits number. So mm-hmm. this is my hope that I'm putting out there into the universe. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I hope so, too. And I was actually, yeah. I, I hope that I'm able to see it in theaters. Yeah, me too. I we'll see. It seems like it, it could play. Yeah. So we'll keep our fingers crossed. Um, my other piece of Bollywood news is that Priyanka Chopra Jonas mm-hmm. was in Abu Dhabi for the final Formula One race of the season. And she was wearing, did you see those pictures? Cause I saw her outfit was outfit incredible. was like a hot pink and black like jumpsuit thi- I don't yeah didn't it and it had like there was some kind of wild texture that it yeah. had at the bottom that I was like whoa that's really cool because <laughs> we had talked about my worlds colliding with David Beckham and like Shah Rukh Khan and Farron Akhtar a few weeks uh-huh. ago but now my worlds my other worlds collided because <laughs> Ferrari is my team in Formula One and uh. that is who Priyanka Chopra was with because usually the different teams will like invite celebrities and they hang out in the garage during the race and Priyanka mm-hmm. was in Ferrari and awesome. I was like all y'all chose right <laughs> everybody made the right decision with that yeah <laughs> that collab yes. um, well that's great I'm very I'm excited about that for you mm-hmm. that's awesome Me too. and for anyone else who happens to be fans of both Ferrari and Priya <laughs> yeah that's all I got excellent pluggables Follow yeah. us on Instagram and TikTok at Two White Girls Talk Bollywood. We've been really enjoying the interaction we've been getting on Instagram. It's yeah. just so wonderful to hear from you, uh, whether that's in a comment or a direct message. We are very thankful for that. So thank yeah. you. And also consider subscribing to us on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. You can leave a rating, leave a review. Or just subscribe. Whatever you want to yeah. do. But thanks as always for listening. Yeah. We're, we're always appreciative of however you want to interact with us. And if that's just listening, great. We love to have mm-hmm. you here with us. Um, <laughs> but also consider joining us on YouTube and Spotify, listening to our Bollywood Bangers playlists where we put our favorite songs from our movies. And we link those playlists in our episode descriptions as well as in our Instagram posts on Tuesdays. Yes. Okay, would you like to introduce? (laughs) It would be my pleasure. We are, (laughs) you know, we've joked about there being other like South Asian movies that we can call Christmas movies before, but they're just like, they're just movies that have like a scene or two of Christmas. Our Uh next movie is a film where Christmas really takes the center stage. (laughs) Um, uh, And that film is Malong. Um, yes unleash the madness unleash the madness which is like fully a crime movie yeah like you know (laughs) wrongful convictions and drugs and dirty cops yeah it's (laughs) kind of a bonkers ride (laughs) it is it is madness but it is it does happen at christmas so what are you gonna do Um, and it's, it's you know, we're, we're in the Christmas season for those of us who celebrate. And I think it makes sense for us to watch a Christmas movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I will argue that this is a Christmas movie <laughs> until I run out of breath. <laughs> Great. 
Also starring your guy. Did you already say? No, I didn't. It stars Aditya yeah. Roy Kapoor. Haven't seen him for a while, so I'm excited no. to, uh, to to do that. And Anil Kapoor, who's also yeah. also my guy, also our guy. He's great. Um, <laughs> and then Disha Patani mm-hmm. uh, is is in our leading heroine role. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's a poor choice of words. <laughs> I, I know. I was just... <laughs> Drugs aren't funny. Drugs are not they funny. They ruin lives. But they really do. Um, they're a big part much, of this film. <laughs> that's pretty much the whole plot of Malang is how, how drugs ruin lives. But uh, yeah, so on IMDb, our plot description here is Advait visits Goa where he meets Sara, a free-spirited girl who lives life unshackled. Opposites attract and all goes well until life turns upside down. Years later, Advait is on a killing spree <laughs> with yeah. cops Agassi and Michael in his way. I think that's as good a plot description as you can get without really having any spoilers. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So Malang is on Netflix, M-A-L-A-N-G. And the Netflix synopsis is, Years after a police encounter separates him from his lover, an angry young man goes on a killing spree with an equally vengeful cop on his heels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm really excited to watch this. I think it's a really good movie. And I'm just going to say it got me. The first time I watched it, uh-huh. it got me. And I'm not going to say anything more than that for anybody who hasn't seen it. <laughs> and me too. And I've only ever watched it the once, I think, oh. with you. So I am very excited to watch it again. I'm excited um, for that as well for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So buckle up, buttercups. <laughs> Get in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> Christmas slash crime drug spirit. (laughs) With some murder. (laughs) Murder and mayhem and malang. (laughs) Yes. And until next time, remember, Bollywood doesn't need us, but we need Bollywood. Yeah, we do.